life, whether we like it or not, happens to everyone. We don't get to choose our testimony, but we are called to share the journey. Hi, everybody. I'm BJ Foster, and this is Withholding Nothing, a podcast for the soul. Let's do this thing. In this week's episode, meet Rebecca Hope, finding her way back into a relationship with God as she relives the atrocious relationship that she had with her father, she said she now approaches God with caution. Now battling Alzheimer's, she said, I am fighting to hold on. We call this episode, My Secret Pal, Withholding Nothing, a podcast for the soul. Before we get started with our testimony for today, I just want to share just a little bit. Every now and then I'll bring on someone that that are struggling with various illnesses. And I want us to be aware that it is not, again, so that we can be a voyeur into someone else's life, but for us to see that everyone's journey is very challenging, it's very rocky at times, and it may be very different from ours. You're going to hear with Rebecca sharing that she is very much in the midst of Alzheimer's and sometimes she's a little scattered. Sometimes it's a little hard to follow, but I want us to see what it feels like to be in the mind of our brothers and sisters trying to hold on to the hand of God. Give her your attention. Give her your heart. All right, everybody, I got Rebecca Hope with me today. I'm excited. I'm just going to ask her some questions, find out a little bit more about who she is, her relationship with God. So, Rebecca, introduce yourself. Where are you from? Uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, King County. King County, Grand Rapids. County. That's cold, right? Cold weather? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I, when I was born, I was born three months ahead of time. Okay. And my mother went out to a shed in the winter out to a shed to move some stuff around. Okay. She already had problems carrying children anyway. But right. She had one sharp pain and... And dro- you dropped. I fell off. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It, it's like my mom had... I was about this long. Uh-huh. And my mother kept me in a soft drawer. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I she wouldn't put me in a bassinet or anything because it was you, way too big. You were too small. So she just put me in my dad's soft drawer. So I had everything you wanted to push it and everything. And I'd, I thought that was pretty weird because the doctors in those days were right. pretty limited in how they think. Mm-hmm. And they just told my mom after she was in the hospital for six days, just take her home and these medicines because she's she's going to die anyway. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and uh, mother said that when she had to bathe me, mm-hmm. She just got always freaked out because I was like a drowning bird. That's how small oh, I was. Oh my goodness! And she, I, I don't know. The only reason that I kept living is my dad went and found a goat, and I grew up on goat's milk. Oh, okay, I was trying to make that connection. Yeah. Okay, so you were strengthened by goat's milk. 
goat's milk. Uh, they had all these formulas and stuff in the shoebox right. that my mom was supposed to take me home in. Right. <laughs> she probably never heard anybody going home in a shoebox. Right. But that's what she did, and the medicines took up the lower part where I wasn't. Oh, my so, goodness. Yeah, that, when I was little, that's where I came from. But uh, right. when I was five, my uh, father chose to assault me mm. when I was five. When I five remember. years old. Yeah, I can remember to this day. Like really? It just happened. Yeah, and wow. then uh, a little bit later, my mom got in a car wreck and, and passed, mm. and my dad still did what he did until I got away from him. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, because I would get threatened and, and beat real good. So when your mom passed away, you, you were still... In your dad's care. Yeah. So you had no protection, is basically no. what you're saying. He was the boss. Wow. You, know, you think of him as a boss. Right. Not a father. I, like, I hear you talk about your father. Right. And he had such a wonderful... Yeah. ...together. Yeah. But I could never have... I love my father. This sounds weird, I know. Right. But I love my father, and, mm-hmm. I, and I forgave him a long time ago, mm-hmm. but it's still there. It still budget like I'm always over aware of children and worried about older men taking a child somewhere. Taking advantage. Yeah, yeah I, I kind of overreact, I think. But right. Julie's father tried to do the same thing to her. Wow. So, but we got her out of there, so she doesn't see him anymore. Good. But then... Uh, I got married once, mm-hmm. and then I uh, had four children by that father, mm-hmm. and then I married Jim, mm-hmm. and we had Jennifer. Okay. And she, I've been help. I helped her a long time, take care of the kids, you know, right. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I miss them like yeah. I can't <laughs> begin to tell you. I just want to be able to grab their little faces and mm-hmm. give them a kiss, you know, mm-hmm. and tell them I can't do this over the line. Right. You know, so I can make fun it's of It's not the same. Life. No, it's, it's not. It, you know, they say absence makes the heart go fonder. Mm-hmm. I think it just makes your heart get sadder. Aww. Because I don't cry when they call. I make sure that I don't shed a tear mm-hmm. or even act like I'm going to be that way. You mm-hmm. know? So that they'll open up like they did when they were with me because they kind of clammed up for a little bit. Right. And now I'm getting told about all the boyfriends and the girlfriends. <laughs> Grandma, what if this boy just keeps staring at me? And I said, because you're very pretty. Mm-hmm. That's probably why he stares mm-hmm. at you. And you're friendly. She goes, yeah, but I got five. <laughs> they keep doing that stuff to me. Oh, so, yeah, and then, of course, I had four children and then five. And I worked my butt off raising them. But then I, my first marriage was uh, sort of like being with my dad. Really? You know, because it was, uh, he, he would beat me if I did something that he didn't like, and mm-hmm. I didn't even know what it was, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, he broke three of my ribs one day. Oh, goodness. And I had to go to work, so I went to walk to work, and I'm going, <laughs> you know, because you can't breathe. Right. And... I get finally get to the doctor and everything. Yeah, and then uh, I finally I was with the Catholic men's preacher, mm-hmm. and he used to come to my. And when I lived in Alaska, he would come to my house three to four days a week for dinner. Okay. And he would 
try to tell me how to do things his way, but I would tell him, no, I argued with him, <laughs> and that's not right. You don't argue with a person. Start arguing. Well, I don't know. You can. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it's grounded solidly. Right. Yeah. Right. But, yeah, and then uh, I finally said, that's it, and took my kids, and then I met Jim three years later, mm -hmm. and it's like, he's the best, mm -hmm. but he is the best man I've ever known. For you. That's I mean, awesome. He, he just loves me and he wants to protect me. I mean, today he carried the coffee cake out mm -hmm. to the car so I didn't have to do that. Right. And I'm like, I got blessed there. That's awesome. Know? And uh, to this day, I just, I'm wary of people, uh, not wary, but scared of people. Cautious. Yeah. Cautious. And, and yeah. I don't open up very good, but right. yeah. It's yeah. it's hard for me because I think something's going to happen to me if I right. do. Right, right. You know, but Marjorie you, is the one thing saver that gets Jim to think more about church than anybody. Than anybody. Yeah, <laughs> she and I keep telling him. I said she she's been a Christian a very very long time. Mm -hmm. I said and she she knows scripture and all that stuff and I'm trying to learn one scripture. Right. Because you know, <laughs> I I spend an hour quiet. And, and just, actually I keep talking to him, mm -hmm. you know, and I never, it's not silent time, it's it's just, you know, that's how I do that one. Time to talk, but yeah. But I do my devotional and all that, Marjorie showed me on my phone how, how to, to do that it. stuff. That's awesome. I mean, I'm dumb when it comes to that stuff. Right, that's okay, a little bit at a time. Yeah, yeah I mean, just crazy. A little bit at a time. But then, uh, our daughter grew up, mm -hmm. and... She had a very abusive relationship, mm -hmm. so she came back to the house to live with two babies. With the babies, yeah. And then she was always gone. She was nowhere to be found, right. so we just treated them like they're our kids. Right. Fed them, you know. I remember that. Yeah, I remember yeah. that stage. So tell me, you, because um, you told me about your relationship with your dad, which was crazy, insane yeah. crazy. How has that affected your relationship with God? Because when you look at your relationship with your dad, and it wasn't what it should have been, no. does that make it hard for you? I think a little bit because I'm so cautious, mm -hmm. you know, I'm so afraid that I'm going to do something wrong, somebody's going to mm. be pissed, and mm -hmm. what, what can you do? Mm -hmm. You know, you can't please everybody all the time. Right. But I just... Uh, I thank God mm -hmm. all day. I mean, I may not be on my knees, mm -hmm. but... I say a prayer to him. There's a part in my apartment, uh, the trailer, and I got a Madonna mm -hmm. uh, thing up there. And I talk to that corner where she is, because mm -hmm. I think God's right there. Mm -hmm. He's not right here, he's right there. Right. You know, and I'm trying to really. I That's what you're trying to connect. Yes, I'm trying to get it right because right. I want to get it right. And I get so. Marjorie gave me nine uh, of the books of the Bible. Mm -hmm. And she said, now memorize these, see if you can memorize these, and then we'll do another nine. Mm -hmm. And I, was, I could say at the house all the time, just fine, get in front of somebody. <laughs> I was like, I, I, oh, oh, kiss, no, no. It was, you know, and stuff like that. Right. And she used to go on, you don't need to go fast. Mm -hmm. You need to learn at your rate. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going, 
okay, how did I meet you? <laughs> you know, I mean, it was so nice to meet you, and now I just, I would, I, if I had a, something to give her that she needed, she could right. have it. Right. You know, I mean, I keep saying Marjorie, but there is somebody that'll pull you in. Yeah. And she did, and she's still the same person. Right. And I'm losing my mind. <laughs> no, really, it's, it's Yeah, like, I know you are. Tell, tell me what's going on with you. I... I got diagnosed as PSTD mm -hmm. with bipolar tendencies. Mm -hmm. I still don't know what a bipolar is. <laughs> you know, I'm going, how can you tell what, mm -hmm. you know, I just don't get it. Right. I, yeah, and I lose train of thought lately a lot, but I fell right. on my head. Recently? About or? two weeks before the, all this stuff started Before the happening. diagnosis, okay. Yeah, so sometimes if I sound like I'm not there, I'm mm -hmm. really there and I just forgot what I was going to say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, the beautiful thing is, and I'm sure Marjorie shared this, uh, God is not looking for our intelligence. Yeah. You know, he's not gauging how intelligent we are. He's simply looking for your heart. Yeah. So even if you don't remember the names of those nine books, uh -huh. you know, you just take what you can remember and yeah. just offer that up to God. Yeah, I do. I, I, Marjorie doesn't think I pray the right way. Now, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with her saying that because right. I don't pray, pray the way that she does. I mm -hmm. pray the way that I do. Whatever works for you. And and that's what I thought. I, uh, well, I'm trying. And she goes, I know you're trying. Mm -hmm. That's the good thing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, thank you so much. You know, mm -hmm. Because I keep reading certain things. I go off the farm. Like she says, you, you try to do too many things. Right. You know? Right. So I'm stopping myself from doing that Good. and just focusing on what I can read and what I can remember. Right. And I've, I've always loved that. I've always thought he was right up there mm -hmm. where I could say hey mm -hmm. and stuff like that, you mm -hmm. know? And, uh, but I think if I'm getting Alzheimer's, that's going to be lost. <laughs> and that makes me sad. Right. But, right. yeah, I fell on my head uh, off a chair, and it flipped twice, and I flipped once, mm -hmm. and the chair came down on my head, mm -hmm. I banged my head on the floor before I got, got banged with the other thing. Right. So, Jim says that, he tells me the truth, he doesn't it, lie, but he tell, tells me, you're losing it, girl. It's doing something to you. Tell me, how do you, how do you see God? Because if all of this is the case... Let's say your memory is completely gone, uh -huh. uh, I don't know, months from now. Yeah. How do you remember, recall who God is? Describe him to me. Well, to me, I always thought of him with huge white hair, <laughs> you know, that hung down and a beard. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I put a beard on God, but mm -hmm. that's what I thought. That works for you. And I talked to him about just mundane things, mm -hmm. not, not little Lord, please forgive me for this. I just say, right. please forgive me for I am a sinner. Mm -hmm. And I keep sinning until I get it right. It would be nice. Mm -hmm. you know. But so he's someone you can talk to, mm -hmm. you feel comfortable with. Yeah. I, I feel like actually he's there. Yeah. And he's just sitting on the Madonna just looking mm -hmm. at me. And I don't even know why I got the Madonna thing. <laughs> but as soon if as it I works for you. put her there, that's when, when I talk to God mostly is I'm talking to that area right. of the house. I right. know that maybe people do certain things in one room or mm -hmm. whatever, but mm -hmm. I do it 
when I'm taking a shower, mm-hmm. I pray to God. When I'm and I tell him, I'm a miserable sinner. Please help me all the time. Right. Because I know I am. Right. I don't know how to stop a lot of it, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah. And but I think how I would remember God is I think I would probably go more close to God than away from Him mm-hmm. because of the things that have happened in my life. Right. And yeah, I think I would remember Him because I. I think I told you this one time. I always was told my grandma said, "You got a little man inside you. That's your conscience." Mm-hmm. And I said, "No, I got a little man inside me. His Jesus." Mm-hmm. And it, that's how it's always been. I just don't do formal like stuff. You know, I I read, but I'm not getting it. Like right. Ty says, you need to get it. So I'm going back yeah. and rereading it. Right. And trying to get it set right because I I I would give anything to be able to sit anywhere in His presence, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And I get on my knees most of the time when I'm praying, praying mm-hmm. because I think that you should honor Him that way. Lay on the floor even right, if you want right. to. But that's how, that's who I am. That's beautiful. Yeah, I love the passage that says, "If the willingness is there, the gift is acceptable." Oh. You know, and I hold on to that because, you know, we don't, none of us know yeah. where we're going to be months down the road. If no. we have a, a memory still or, mm-hmm. you know, who knows, we could get into a car accident and not be able to walk. There's so many unknowns. Yeah. So the question goes back to how do we hold on to God when we don't have sure. all of the different functions that we're used to? The, do you just have to read? Mm-hmm. You have to read. I'm sure that if I lose... I'll still be able to read, mm-hmm. and I will read the scripture, at always my Bible. Right. How does he make you feel? Well, when I have something that's going on, like the kids are gone and I'll have a crying fit, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> I always ask him, please help me to get over this so that I could just be free and mm-hmm. relax. It's like, don't relax. Mm-hmm. I just constantly am moving something. Always in motion. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's how I would, because I think I'd read more. Because I wouldn't be able to conversate with many people unless right. they wanted to hear 18 million things, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how I am. And I love the fact that the church, mm-hmm. you guys, you fit so close together. You're, <laughs> it's like watching the one do the other, you know, mm-hmm. and it's good. Mm-hmm. So I love coming to church. Mm-hmm. I, I love being here. The time that I stayed out, and it's the truth, mm-hmm. my husband has COPD. I right. cannot bring that into the house. Yeah. So, but he works at a store. Mm-hmm. But still, I was like terrified that I was going to give it to him and it would kill me. Right. And the COVID, COVID yeah, virus. Yeah. Would take him into the hospital and not let him out. Right. Yeah. So that's why I did that. But the staying away was just because I didn't have anything to share with anybody at that time. Right. And I just closed up like I do sometimes yeah. because of the way I was raised. Right. And I think you can understand being cautious around everybody. Yeah, and, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Letting them know that you care about them and stuff. Right. But still at that little... The distance, wall. keep that wall. Well, just so you know... Um, I'm so delighted to have you back. Thank you. And you do have a lot to offer. And offering something isn't always something tangible. Mm -hmm. You know, just your presence. 
mm-hmm. offers joy to me. Yeah. Every time I see your face, it, it makes me smile. Thank so you. never think that you have nothing to offer. Okay. You are a remarkable woman. You've gone through just what little bit I know. After We've talked a bit. You've gone through so much. You've lived so much life. Life that I don't know if a lot of people would have... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I made it through positively. I jumped out of a truck that was going uh, yeah. 85 miles an hour down the freeway and just bailed. And yeah. I got road rash. I yeah. didn't get hurt, but right. I got road rash. And then I had to go to the St. Mary's mm-hmm. thing where they keep you in prison. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it feels like prison, you know, <laughs> because you're all together and one You're locked either, up in there. Yeah. Yeah. Either you're doing some knitting or, or you're don't know how to do that you're right. making pictures like the kids do on right. this paper right yeah that was yeah it was a, only yeah. because I've, I've signed myself in right was I able to get out when I wanted to get right. out because they knew that I, it was just too much at the time and I just mm-hmm. couldn't listen to my ex-husband talking mm-hmm. anymore and I just yeah you know what by uh, oh shit I don't even know what it's called anymore see I'm losing it. it. But I keep reading things because I get them a little bit Mm -hmm. and then I get them a little bit more Mm -hmm. when I keep, I read it over. And Marcia says, don't push yourself to do that. You don't have to know every name of everything. Just memorize it and and we'll see what happens. So right. I, I got the first nine down in my heart. You go, girl. Yeah, and <laughs> That's like, awesome. I keep writing it over and over so right. that not only seeing it, but writing, writing it, it makes it twice as good. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're a tough broad. You're, you're, you're tough. Yeah. So don't don't underplay yourself. But I, I appreciate you so much. And you thank know, you. I thank you. I always tell my audience, just if nothing else, look for God's hand. We don't have to figure out where he's taking us. We don't have to try to figure out our lives, yeah. you know, in advance. It's, it's way too much for us. Yeah. But I can look closely. I can find God's hand because that's my direction. Yeah. You know, and whether I'm losing my memory or not, God, as long as I can see you, yeah. I can get through this. Yeah. He's always been my secret pal. I, that's what I call yeah. him because he was in my stomach. Right. When I was younger. And... People would say, what do you mean God's in your stomach? <laughs> well, I feel him inside my stomach and my chest when I go to church and I sing mm-hmm. and, and do the normal stuff. Mm-hmm. I said that it, it's like a big warm feeling, you know, that comes over me from the top of my head to the bottom of my toes. Right. Yeah. So I, I love God. and I, love I know Jesus. you do. <laughs> Enough said. That will end on that note. I love God and he loves you, sweetheart. Thank you. <laughs> Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week, everyone. Thank you, as always, for being with me on this journey. I want to say thank you to my guests who shared an incredible testimony. And we know that next week we're going to have a whole new guest sitting in the chair sharing the incredible hand of God in their lives. Be on the lookout, guys, for all of the different things that are going down in life right now. I have a new book, Rebound, Staging a Spiritual Comeback, as well as my children's book series, which is God, God, What Do You See? All the proceeds for that is going to go to benefit Autism Speak. So please support the cause. You are incredible. Thank you again for being with me. Dave Graham, go ahead and play us out, my brother. <laughs>